Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Go! Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. I'm Becky Streepy. I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we're talking about vegan breakfast at Gregory's Coffee, Incognito, Morningstar Farms, chicken and Eggo waffle sandwiches. I know. Brand soup. Bigger mouthful than those sandwiches. And trying three new kinds of Oreos. Um, Give the name of that, the thing again. The sandwich? Yeah. <clears throat> I have the box right here. It is the Incognito Morningstar Farms Chicken and Eggo Liege. Liege Style Waffle Sandwich. Okay. So that's three brands in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The no, chicken. Two brands. Three. One no, no. sub One sub brand. Oh, yeah. Morningstar. I guess Incognito is a Morningstar sub right. brand. You're right. You're right. So the, the chicken is Incognito. Chicken with an apostrophe. Of course. Would it be vegan otherwise? No, of course not. No. Liege. With a little hat on the E. Liege? The Maybe it's Liege. If, That's what that little hat makes me think. Okay, well, don't talk to me that way, first of all. But my, I'm not what I was talking about to, you. to say. I'm talking what, to the box. What I, was, <laughs> what I was about to say was there's no better situation where somebody would be expected to look this sort of thing up before doing the podcast about it. I am indicting myself as well. Like, not just how it's pronounced, but what Liege, Liege style means. Mm-hmm. This is all, we'll get to this later. Maybe we can look this up during the break and be more informed about it later. But this is the first time I'm seeing the Liege style. I've honed in on incognito. I honed in on ego. I honed in on chicken. I honed in on sandwich. I got the big beats. And now I'm realizing there's a Liege style in the middle there. Liege style is a sweet, chewy, buttery, thick waffle made with a brioche-like yeasted dough. Okay, let's save that for the for the review. Okay, yeah, good point. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have done that. Good point. Let's Is it a good point? Are yes. you being sincere? I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. <laughs> I was being sarcastic because we were going on and on about it and then We I, are. Yeah. Well, we were talking about it. We were talking, so I continued and then I, to talk. I suggested that we stop talking about it because yeah. we're going to talk about it later. No, that's when you're right. You're Nobody right. Nobody wants to hear this shit at the top. No. They want to hear. They want to hear about roller skating. They want to. They want to have a reason to leave <laughs> and never get to the other part. That's right, listener. If you do leave uh, during the "How are you doing?" part, know that there is a part of the show where we talk about food. We do the, talk about a little bit. The "How you're doing?" part is the best part of the podcast, mm-hmm. and it's bad. 
Yeah. 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 The food. Why would people stick around for our thoughts on the food? They have gotten objectively worse. <laughs> the more also, that we talk about food on the podcast, we the al- more it all sounds like the same shit. And we almost hate. We hate almost. No, we everything. don't hate every. That's not fair. That's not. That's not fair, and that's not true. We we hate what we hate, and we like what we like. But I think we're in the world that we live in. There's a lot more to dislike about it than there is to like about it. And so if you extend that to food, there's a lot more food that you're not going to like than there is food that you are going to like. And sorry, did you have something? It's true. Okay. And we're trying these new things that come out. Mm -hmm. We're kind of at the vanguard of that. Cutting edge. Nexium reference there. Oh. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't a Nexium reference. Oh, I don't know. I, I kind of bailed out of the vowel because it was bumming me out too much. You knew that Keith Raniere was Vanguard, though. That was his code name oh, for yeah. his little jerky mail movement. Vanguard was like his title. He was yes. the Vanguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. call it a nickname. We call it a nickname in the industry, <laughs> in the cult industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's in what the, biz. the leader is referred to as his nickname. Anyway. We're kind of at the vanguard, no pun intended, <laughs> of like trying these new snacks as they come out. And the even more specifically with new snacks are is the hit or miss ratio high. Yes. The miss or hit ratio high. The hit or miss ratio is low. The miss or hit ratio is high. I do feel like these companies just throw things out on yeah. the market to see how they do. I'm I'm a fan of it, but that does, like yeah. do it. But that's stuff's going to be fun, but it's going to be a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, environmental impact aside of whatever it takes to come up with these new ideas and market them and get new packaging and push them all out and get them all to across the nation only to find out that they are duds and then pull them off. Like, there's probably a lot of wasted resources going on there. Mm-hmm. But as a child of the 80s in America, I'm like, bring on all the new, the new novelty snacks. Give me another novelty snack. Yeah. Make this one pink. Exact same thing, but make it pink and I'll eat it. I'll buy it. Yeah. If this was pink. Hey, I forgot to turn off the space heater. I know. I know. Can you, you keep like looking at it while I'm trying to make my I'm point. sorry. I just I'm realized. To, I'm going to. Thank you. Sorry. Goodness gracious. The pen all over again. It is the pen all over again. Isn't that better, listener? It is the pen all over again. Ah. I, feel like, I feel like I only ever have 70% of your attention maximum <laughs> you have not my... just here but like in the world you have my undivided attention yes this is as close to undivided as your attention gets and it's 70 percent. no because there is a there's a little brass band playing in the back <laughs> all the time yes all the time i can't help it they won't stop uh so i'm doing well becky thanks for asking um you didn't but uh rainy day in the a yeah, it is grim Atlanta, out there. Not the ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a rainy day in the A too. Oh if you're no! <laughs> I, it, was it the was it the Morning Star Farm? No, we had those yesterday morning. Well, you never know how long repercussions can take. Yeah, but stuff like that. Anyway, hits it hits quick when oh. it hits like that. You know what I mean? Mm, I sometimes have delayed. Anyway, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Gross. You're <laughs> That's right. Disgusting. Listener, I'm sorry. Yeah, come on. Uh, rainy day in the A. It's kind of cloudy this weekend. It's been a boring weekend. I only got it? some plants. I had a plant. I had a plant that, okay. So I like plants. 
I don't know if you know this about me, toeheads, but I like plants. I don't talk about plants, but they are kind of my roller skating. They are. You should talk but about I don't talk, them more. No, because I don't want to bore the toehead. <laughs> just talking about plants over and over and over again. I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> I've got my coin ready, so I, know, I don't know. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's going to be the same update. Yeah. As, anyway, so one of these things that plant places have, also called nurseries, are... Plant places is a a technical term, toeheads. Yeah. They they do guarantees on plants. If the plant dies within a certain amount of time, you can return the plant and they'll exchange it or return it. It's like a one-year guarantee on plants. That's nice. I never claim it. I've never claimed it in my life because I never want to be that guy who's like, you killed it. (laughs) You know, like walking in with a dead plant feels like a walk of shame. But so I had one, a plant on the porch. And I said, who am I trying to look good in front of? You know, I'm going to, you know, we're looking at the budget this year, trying to pinch pennies. This plant is dead. I'm going to take it back to Pike Nurseries and exchange it or get a refund on it and buy some other plants. Make me a little bit happier. Make yeah. my days a little bit happier. You know? I think that sounds Just great. A little bit brighter. You Just deserve it. Like a degree brighter is a degree further from where you were. You know, days like this. Yeah. The world we live in, mm-hmm. you know, I think yeah. it's worth it. I agree. So I take the plant, I go to Pike's, I put it on a cart and push it in. It's a big plant. And I get I get to the register and she starts rigging it up. And I'm like, not, not, <laughs> not buying a dead plant. <laughs> She's she, she like, I was kind of distracted on my phone because I was in a line. And then she like picks up the thing and like starts scanning. It. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> It's clearly dead. It's so dead. It's dead. There's like no leaves on it. It's just like dirt <laughs> and then twigs sticking up from it. And she works at the plant she place. She works at the plant place. I don't want to. I don't want to demonize her or vilify her because. The, uh, so she goes, oh, you know, and, and we have a laugh. And I was like, yeah, I hope you're not selling these things. Uh, so I go through my spiel. I'm like, I don't know how to do this, but I bought this plant last summer. And it's dead now, so I wanted to, to see how, how do we do this exchange program. And she takes the plant, and she scratches it with her nail. She scratches it with her fingernail. Like, this is like something that, like, a Harry Potter teacher would do just out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> Miss this, Sprout. Sure, Pomona Sprout. Uh, scratches at it and says, this plant's not dead. And she turns it and shows it to me, and she had scratched enough to where, like, it was green on the inside of the stick. Huh. And I said, huh. Okay, well, that's good. What what do I do? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Uh, so they called another guy over to talk to me about it. And he was like, yeah, just chill. Just chill out. Wait until April. Um, he's like, and he was, told me a little tip. was like, how you know is if it's rubbery, it's still alive. But if the sticks snap off, that's when it's dead. Oh. So a good way to tell if it's really dead or not is just to bend it. Bend it. Huh. Like, like Beckham. Like Beckham. Just like Beckham. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's all you do. Yeah. So uh, I then proceeded to spend $130 on plants mm-hmm. while I was there. That's because we're pinching pennies, with no everybody. Re- with no refunds <laughs> to, to <laughs> soak that up a little bit. Yeah. And then I have that plant looking forward, you know, waiting for me in, in April. That's fun. Yeah. Something to look forward to. Yeah. So I mean, little, after my birthday. A little but... bright spot. Yeah. yeah. What, do you want to tell me what's up with you? Sure. So my buddy Leo organized a roller disco and it was a magical time. 
it was a ticketed event and he rented out all of this rink and he capped it at 80 people. So it was like just enough so you don't feel like the only person out there. Like you don't feel conspicuous, like people are looking at you, Mm. but it's not so crowded that you can't maneuver. Mm. It was like an ideal rink condition. Uh, And it was really fun with great music. And I, it was also fun because like everybody that I knew that roller skates was pretty much there with just a couple of exceptions. And um, while I was there, I was going around the circle, looking around, looking at people doing tricks, looking at the disco balls. And then I looked up and there was a banner hanging from the ceiling. And there is a program called Kids Skate Free Mm. where uh, during certain days and hours, kids skate free. They get in free. You'd have to pay to rent skates, but our kid has his own skates. Mm. And so for me, that's we skate half price because Mm. I've been taking him to rink some when the weather's bad because this winter has been particularly cold and gloomy and gray and rainy. Right. And so, but when I go to the rink, it's costs twice as much because I'm bringing him, which is fine. I love to go with him, but it's going to get pricey. But with this kids skate free thing, we can go and I just pay for my own entry. It's very exciting. So I signed him up. One of the rinks that's not too, too far from the house is a participating rink. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. And we can leverage those savings to offset the plant purchases. Exactly. Right. See, pinching yeah. pennies for the family. Yeah. Anyway, it's um, so this, I guess, is a free endorsement of Kids Skate Free. Yeah. Um, you should totally, if you have a kid and you like to roller skate, you should do it because it seems very awesome. And it, if, if you yeah. don't have a kid and you like to roller skate, it's the same price. Mm-hmm. Because the kid would have been free. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's the great equalizer. Puts us all in the same playing field. The same rink. Yes. Yes. We're all in the same rink. Because the kid always wants to go to rinks. And I'm like, the thing about the rink is that it's like 10 bucks to get in. But there's two of us, so mm-hmm. it's 20 bucks mm-hmm. every time. It's kind of a math lesson, too, for the children. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um, we're going to be rank babies for a while, I think. It'll be fun. Speaking of the kid. Yeah. We had a, we had a whole COVID. Had a whole COVID. <gasps> he had a whole COVID. We yeah. went to visit my mom in Florida, and when... The night before we left, he was acting really weird. Uh, Left from Florida. From Florida to come back to Atlanta. He was acting really weird, like super spaced out. I took his temperature and everything. Uh I was like, like he wasn't listening to me and not just like a normal elementary age kid, you know, doesn't listen. Not like he had like he had a brass band going. No, it wasn't the usual brass band. The brass band had moved to the front of the of the brain and he like I had to ask him five times to like brush his teeth mm. and like pick Normally out pajamas. It's a four time job. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The fifth time I was like something's wrong. Something is yeah. up with you. So yeah. I took his temp. His temp was fine. He was a little congested and but he seemed like I was like he's fighting something. Mm-hmm. And then we got home the next day and he was like, he seemed progressively worse. And so by the time we got home the next day, I was like, we are going to just keep our masks on. Mm -hmm. We masked on at the airport and on the plane and everything. And I was like, we're going to continue to mask in the car with your dad because I just want to play it super safe. I'm sure everything's fine, but we want to err on the side of caution. And so we got home and then we went in the bathroom together and took our masks off because we had 
been together this whole weekend. And uh, Dave didn't come to Florida with us. It's an important detail. Yeah. He yeah. could not come. Yeah. Uh, and we took a COVID test and I was negative and he was positive. Mm. So this poor buddy, he didn't get to go back to school until Friday of that week. And then, like, two days later, he tested yeah. negative. <laughs> These kids are like the T-1000. They just repair themselves. It's wild. And, yeah, and Dave and I, so far, so good. Yeah, so far, so great. Yeah. I'm thriving. I've never felt better. Yeah, me I mean, too. Look at me. You look great. No, I meant I to say. No, I feel like a bag of skin that's just got really? organs jumbling around in it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Lights. Camera. Action. It's talking toe view. That's right. It's talking toe views, everybody, and uh, the proof—the proof is in my pudding here, um, because I'm talking. This is a segment talking toe views about the film and theater and television industry, mm-hmm. the products that they make, and the way that we consume those products, and what we think of them. Is it Megan? No, I did see Megan. I, every talk and toe views about a movie, like there's a 90% chance that it's going to be something that just I saw. Yeah. Anyway, I took our son to see Puss in Boots on Friday night, and he was very excited about Puss in Boots from the trailer. I was on the fence because I, you know, Shrek is whatever. And like, I liked the first Shrek. It's and cute. Then, and then they made like 40 other Shrek and Shrek adjacent movies. And I was like, I'm done. I'm tired. It's a lot know? of Shrek. So I went into this one being like, hey, it's Friday night. He gets to stay up late. This is real fun for him. I'm going to get some popcorn. going to get a dad beer. We're going to sit there. We're going to watch this movie. And I could not have been more blown away by this movie. It was incredible. Listener, he's not exaggerating. He has not stopped talking about how good this movie was since they saw it on Friday. I've been hearing about it all weekend. Do you want I want to see it. it. No, oh, I'm okay. saying it's I like you have me intrigued with your level of enthusiasm and I want to impart to the listener that this isn't even the first time you've excitedly talked to me about Puss in Boots. That's how okay. much you liked it. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was me and my son, a couple of puss pals in the movie, and watching. <laughs> he's gonna say that in school, and kids are gonna. He's be... not gonna say that. Okay. He's not gonna say that. We'll make sure that he doesn't say that. <laughs> Maybe a conversation. Right. <laughs> I mean, me did, and my dad are a couple we of did puss take pals. Take a picture of us and write puss pals at the bottom of it with the thumbs up in the theater. Dave. Anyway, I thought. I don't know. I was not ready for. The way that it handled anxiety and the way that it handled depression and the way that it handled therapy and the way that the movie is more about that than it is about anything else that happens in the movie. Uh, And also it was the kind of thing that went like right over the kid's head. It was just a fun, entertaining movie to him, but I was on a completely different track and it was a legitimate track the entire time. Great movie. I'm saying... (laughs) be a puss pal <laughs> if you're out there and you're on the puss fence no fence no <laughs> no he's almost silent no. yeah no um go see puss and boots <laughs> lights camera action it's talking toe views anything else in your life 
In my life? I don't know. I felt like I cut you off to do talking toe views. No, no, it was great. That was okay. it. I wanted to talk about skating. All right. I, I don't, did it. I don't like to go from one segment to the next. Like, you know, I like it to be a little bit more uh, organic than that. But I mean, we're just... This is Talking Toe News. Hey, this is Talking Toe News, and this is a segment of the podcast where I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news and present it to you, Becky, and you, the listener, and we talk about it a little bit. This one is from Bloomberg, Bloomberg.com. You may remember the owner's failed bid for mayor, president. No, he was mayor. Failed president. bid for president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't go well. It was mm-hmm. real tone deaf. Um, really illustrated how... Rich people uh, have their own world and psychosis and cannot uh, reach down to the rest of us. Uh, That said, I am staunchly against any sort of regulation for rich people because I hope to one day be rich myself and do not want to close off any of the options that they currently enjoy because I plan to enjoy them myself. When I get rich, mm, I'll never be rich. So let's tax. You'll them be rich from me and fix. When them. I get rich, you'll also be rich, unless you're planning to split. Oh yeah, no, I'm not planning. Okay, that. but I, I would, I think it, we would still want to pay our taxes and I help play. lift people out of. Don't say these things, because, what about when we're rich? I think if you're rich, you can afford to like help people, and you're still like. So They're like really rich. That kind of attitude. Yeah. You'll never get rich. <laughs> you'll never get rich with that kind of attitude. Okay. Anyway, uh, Bloomberg, he's not really related in the like day to day of the, he's not involved in the day to day of the news org anymore. That's good. So it seemed like when he was, it wasn't going great. I don't even know when that was. During the election, I think they weren't allowed to report negative stuff about him. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Let's Someone would that. need to fact check me on that. Yeah, I think that it was, was a longish time ago. Said and with it a lot of confidence. Feels like eight hundred years ago. Yeah. So, so all right. This is Bloomberg.com. This episode fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> it's great. This is from January eighteenth, twenty twenty three, by Zara Hergy. I'm so sorry. There has never been a better time to try plant based eggs. By one metric, the U.S. price tag on plant-based eggs fell below that of chicken eggs at the end of last year. Hmm. That's wild. What was that? That was it's loaded. Of the, it's because of that avian flu that's go that's going around. Well, let's... Do you want to tell me what's in this article? No, I just know I keep hearing people complain that eggs are expensive. Expensive. Yeah. Expensive. They say that. They use that phrase. Yeah. A lot of headlines using sure. that and not citing me. At the end of 2022, something strange happened in the U.S. egg market. Ah, Zara, I like the way you write. On a per-unit basis, consumer prices for plant-based eggs fell below those for chicken eggs. While the phenomenon is likely temporary, it is undeniable evidence that at least one corner of the plant-based food market can be cost-competitive. And consumers seem to have noticed plant-based egg sales rose over the same period. Average U.S. prices for chicken-laid eggs, which industry experts refer to as shell eggs, rose 51% last year according to data firm IRI, with an average per unit price of $4.17. In the same 52-week period, per unit prices for plant-based eggs averaged $4.43. But in the final 12 weeks of the year, in the biz we call that the hard 12, things shifted. 
the TV biz. Shell egg prices were up 81% compared to that same period in 2021. Prices for plant-based eggs, meanwhile, dropped a bit, averaging 442. That made plant-based eggs almost $1 cheaper on a unit basis. That's a lot cheaper. It's a lot cheaper. Wow. Much of that has to do with chaos in the rest of the egg world, which is a just a very funny sentence. It is. The skyrocketing. <laughs> the it egg evokes, kingdom. It evokes just an image of like a, people throwing eggs. King Egg has <laughs> King. made some strange decrees over the past year. <laughs> the egg kingdom is in predictable turmoil. The egg juror has no clothes. Forget it. Oh, boy. Oof. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. The sky- so heads, erase your memory. The skyrocketing price of shell eggs is attributable to the double whammy of inflation and an avian flu that is impacting millions of egg-laying birds, said Crawford. So look at that. You're right. Uh, there's other stuff. There's other facts here. There's Just Egg gets a shout out, obviously. Uh, I'm not seeing uh, Simply Eggless mentioned anywhere in here. So mm. I'm guessing that sales of those remained uh, stable at minimal. <laughs> um, just to wrap it up, Eat Just, the company that makes Just Egg, estimates that it has saved 10.9 billion gallons of water and 16,135 acres of land use since launching by making eggs from plants instead of chickens. It also estimates avoiding emissions of 52.3 million kilograms of carbon dioxide equivalent, akin to taking more than 11,000 cars off the road for a year. So, neat story. Not really like a permanent story, it doesn't seem like. No. But it does a couple of things. One, it shows that, hey, maybe this is a stable market where this market is prone to instability and that instability is probably going to increase, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we are seeing uh, more outbreaks of things, not fewer. The other thing that I think is cool about this is if just egg is cheaper than chicken eggs, that probably means more people are trying just egg and discovering that it's freaking delicious mm. and works great in everything like egg related like baking and stuff too right. um so i feel like it could have a lasting impact as people like maybe even discover they like it better than chicken eggs i have heard from people who liked the taste of just egg more mm. than the taste of chicken eggs mm. so so i'm i'm sure that's not a singular experience it's probably happening you know there's a lot of people yeah you're right about that thank you it's a good point about the number of people there's a lot of them Thank you. Um, Gosh, I'm so smart. No, you are. You are. It's an insightful comment because there's a lot of people and that means that the number of people that could be eating just egg is also high. Exactly. Optimally, as high as the number of people that there are. I'm basically a statistician. Sky's the limit, Sky's yeah. the limit is mm-hmm. what we call that in the statistics world. Yeah. The other thing that I was going to point out was that this is happening where it feels like the inverse is being reported about the plant-based meat industry. Oh, is it more where expensive? It's more expensive. Uh, the The rate of consumption has gone down. It's just a, a bit... The, the meat reporting makes plant-based meat seem a little bit more fad-like and, and the idea that the fad is dying. Mm-hmm. And it's speculative... It's also really loaded. I would, this is, I could be completely wrong, but 
I'm guessing that whatever meat products they are comparing those products to are heavily subsidized. I, mm-hmm. um, I also think that the fast food markets are not really... I think they're trying to charge premiums for the plant-based options. Mm-hmm. So the meat options are cheaper. So the meat's cheaper, and then the offerings at the restaurant are also cheaper as well. And I don't think that the markup at the fast food establishments is because the meat is more expensive. It's just because they can. Trying to get their, trying to get their 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 nut, you yeah. know. Yeah. Why wouldn't they charge more if they can? It's like yeah. coffee shops charging fifty cents for soy milk. Come on. And that's where I think that some sort of subsidies on the way for eggs. It's got to be right. I think eggs are probably subsidized already. Right, but some further subsidy, like oh yeah, this. Headline about the egg industry. They're not going to just let that yeah. be the case. Yeah, they're not going to you know? just let people stop eating eggs. Which that- is a little bit pessimistic and cynical. Yeah. But I also think to your point, which is a hopeful point, that maybe this moment is encouraging more people to try it. And maybe people will latch onto it, not from a cost preference, but from a flavor preference and then from an ethical preference as well. Mm-hmm. It starts with realizing the food tastes good and then you can listen to the little voice in the back of your head. But what I get worried about is that people are going to be doing, they're going to be doing what we're talking about, but they're going to be eating simply eggless. Oh, and they're going to be like, you guys, you, you can't eat. You, your food is bad. That's what I said about Simply Eggless when we tried it. It's offensive because it makes meat eaters think that we don't know what tastes good. We yeah. know Simply Eggless is bad. It is bad. It's bad. Vote with your dollar. Yes. I don't understand how it's still and on the market. Ballot. I have not heard from a single person that was like, that Simply Eggless is great. Yeah. Nobody likes it. Why are they still selling it? I wonder if it's back in the 90s, Crystal Pepsi came out mm-hmm. and it was marketing like runaway marketing success. Very successful drink. Tasted kind of whatever. But it was a clear soda in a world where there was no clear soda. And that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. It was very popular. So Coca-Cola Company comes up with Tab Clear. Comes out with Tab Clear. It's bad. It's a terrible soda. They made it to taint the idea of clear soda. <laughs> It killed the Tab brand altogether. So Coca-Cola basically torched Tab as a brand to take down Crystal Pepsi and re-level the playing field. I'm suggesting Simply Eggless is Tab Clear. That is brutal, and I'd believe it. Because the company that does Simply Eggless, like the rest of their line is all keto stuff, and keto stuff is very egg-heavy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm at the age where these theories start being like so like baked into my head, mm-hmm. and I just think this sort of conspiratorial way about everything in the world. I and think believe it's, it. You learn more about actual things like that that are true, though, and then it makes you think <laughs> but, anything could happen. That's true, but also like we're at the mind losing part point of our lives. Yeah, and there's that layer of it too that. Dumb ideas sound better to us because we've lost the grip that we have on (laughs) what's a good idea and what's a bad idea. I mean, yeah. This is Talking Toadoos.
All right. Uh, that was Talking Toe News. Great segment. Great headline. Great moment for plant-based eggs. And now let's take a moment to ourselves and look up what a Liège-style waffle is while you guys uh, hear some ads. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, we're back, and we've looked up again what the Liège-style waffles are. Yeah, I know. You did it before. They're a sweet, chewy, buttery, thick waffle made with brioche-like <laughs> yeasted dough. So it's it... not time yet. Oh. But you said to look it up. And now we're going to introduce the main event, mm-hmm. which is... God damn it. Which is the Morningstar Farms <laughs> Incognito Chicken and Eggo Liège-style waffle sandwich. This is... You could, the brass band is. A Liege style waffle. Hold on, hold. No, it's not time yet. You're just not participating at all. Because all you want to do is say the definition of what a Liege style sandwich is. It's coming to that, but we have to set the table before you can just serve stuff out of the bowl onto the tablecloth. You're right. I'm getting it all over the counter. I'm sorry. So I'm at Kroger earlier. Not now. Not today. I'm in the studio right now talking to you. I'm at Kroger. And I find this in the plant-based section. This is a box of two plant-based sandwiches. I see this thing. I see the Eggo logo, like, punching me in the face. I see the Incognito logo, punching me in the face. I'm like, 
What the fuck is going on? These magnificent bastards have done it. They've <laughs> finally done it. Uh, so I see it. I, I grab it. I take it home to my family, my family of three. Mm-hmm. And at no point do I reconcile the two <laughs> sandwiches in the box, three members of the family, one of whom does not record this podcast, but would also be very upset <laughs> yeah. if they were left out of a waffle and chicken and waffle sandwich. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I'm now I'm the one getting ahead of myself. I couldn't have been more excited about this. This is this is peak 90s. Mm-hmm. This this marriage of brands, this is like Gogurt getting in your Lunchables. Yeah, you know. Yes, it's amazing. I love when brands collaborate, especially if it's two foods I like that are good together. So, like Gogurt and a Lunchable, which obviously. Anyway, no, go on. This is a vegan podcast. Go ahead. Right. I just meant like the brands. <laughs> but we lived like, in the nineties. If you're a fan of this one brand, and then you see that it's a part of this other brand, you're like, "What? They know each other?" <laughs> this is our version of like reading the tabloids. <laughs> All right. Um, so it looks real good on the box. As I said earlier, I'm just now noticing whatever this liege style is. Maybe if one of us had looked it up, they could say what was on it. A Liege-style waffle. Why did you change the pronunciation like that after reading it? It's Liege. You just did it again. Okay, well, I don't fully know how to pronounce it. Mom, get at me. Our sweet, chewy, buttery, thick waffles made with a brioche-like yeasted dough. They kind So much of that seems not vegan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the... They contain egg, these waffles, a, a Liege-style waffle, and they're yeasted, which means they rise. So it's, uh-huh. that's a huge pain to make from scratch. Yeah, yeah. And not to get ahead of ourselves, but I think that the big win here, having just learned what a Liege-style waffle is, the big win here is that Ego made a Liege-style waffle that was vegan. Ego waffles are not vegan. No. So Ego made a Liege-style waffle that is vegan, that is different from any other waffle that Lego, Lego that Ego makes in texture, consistency, and flavor. Yeah, that's really cool. Thank you for agreeing <laughs> with me. The other thing about these that um, is interesting is that there is maple syrup in the waffle. Let's get to our eat. Let's get to our eat it. Okay. Yeah, this is our eat it. Well, let's talk about preparing it. Okay, but you were just talking about what was in it. Well, it was part of preparing it. So to prepare it, you have two options. You can microwave it all together, or there's an oven option. And it was kind of a lazy morning yesterday. So I was like, let's do the oven option. That's probably the preferred method. You know what? Yeah. I kind of feel like we say that things are lazy mornings a lot. Mm -hmm. I think it might be time to just acknowledge that we're lazy people. (laughs) It's a weekend. Weekend mornings are lazy. We're pretty lazy during... Lazy. We're pretty lazy during the week too. I guess so, but we we hustle on school mornings so yeah. that we can sleep the latest possible. Anyway, so to make the oven version of this, first you open the box. The box is about the size <laughs> of a box of waffles. You open the box, you open the then box. you dump out the two sandwiches, which are shockingly small. Uh huh. Compared to the size, they would not. They do not fill the box. No. Each one's about the size of a hockey puck. They are tiny. The picture makes it look humongous. Okay. Super zoomed in. Okay. 
enlarged to show texture, it says in tiny letters down here, I'm just seeing. It is, this is twice the size of the actual sandwich. They're tiny. So you, you take the tiny sandwiches out and unwrap the tiny, tiny sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then you open up the sandwiches and you take the chicken patties out and you bake them. And then during the last few minutes, you toss the waffles in. And I put the waffles in um, ridges side down. And that's when I noticed that inside the waffles, there was maple syrup. How did you notice that? You can see it, little squares of it. It's like mm. in the they embed it in the waffle, and so that when it, it you toast it, it it oozes out. I wonder if that's a traditional Liège style presentation. No, that does not have the. That's a thing that they did. That okay. Echo did. All right. So. Um, There's also a drizzle happening on the package that is not present on the sandwich itself. No, nope. I'm guessing that's supposed to be honey. Or like a spice. I can't tell if it's supposed to be some kind of syrup or a spicy mayo. Mm. It looks to me almost like, but I think you're right that it's like a, a syrup, like maple yeah. syrup or something. Yeah. Um, so you made it. I made it. You made it. Dave and I split one and we gave the kid a whole one because yeah. we are martyrs. Yeah. No, it was the ultimate sacrifice that any parent would make for their child. Hopefully um, every parent's as good a parent as we are and would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the other side of it, I was glad that I did not have more than half of a sandwich, but yeah. that's not because it was bad. Okay. I, the, the waffles tasted like cake. They tasted like cake. I was a fan of the texture. They were fluffy. I have not had a fluffier frozen waffle in my life, but they were also so sweet and sugary and tasted like cake. I don't know if I mentioned that part. It was like I was eating a birthday cake with a chicken patty in the middle of it. Yeah, the child separated the patty. Mm-hmm. He was like, the because the patty is savory and the waffles are sweet. Mm-hmm. He looked at me like, are you are you new? Yeah. Are you a caveman? Yeah. yeah. And um, I was like, oh, yeah. well, he doesn't like sweet and savory together. Right. But in this case, anyway, go on. I thought that the patty itself, I've had better incognito products. But I didn't think this was necessarily bad. Yeah, patty was fine. And I thought if it was saltier or more seasoned, it would work against how sweet. It would not balance the extreme sweetness of this. As it is right now, it soaks up some of the sweetness of it and kind of balances out the overall sandwich. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't, I didn't hate it, but I came away from the entire experience thinking this is a lot of fun and I'm really glad that this exists, but I don't know what situation I would be in where I was like, I need to make this. I was very disappointed by this. It was tiny, first of all. Yeah. But then it didn't matter because I didn't love it. I felt like it was dry. I felt like the waffle was kind of gummy in my mouth when Mm. I started chewing. It needed this oozy sauce that you were seeing in the picture. Yeah. Like, I wish I'd gotten some, like, maple syrup or something to Mm. dunk it in. Oh, yeah. Dunkin' would have been good. Yeah. I I felt it was so dry. Mm. I wanted to eat it as is, so I powered through it. But it was so dry. You're I really, a sauce queen, though. I am. But I just felt like, I don't know. I, I felt like it was unpleasant in my mouth. And I don't, if you go back to our breakfast sandwiches episode, I made a chicken and waffle sandwich. I used a vegan chicken patty. I toasted up waffles. And then I made a vegan hot honey to drizzle all over it. And I loved that sandwich. I mm-hmm. thought it was great. And I would like to eat it again. But this, I was like, eh, kind of dry. It like it just didn't give. I was super excited because I loved that sandwich, and I was like, uh-huh. "This sounds like a non-spicy version of that, but already all done." Yeah, but it was not. 
and I didn't like it. I just want to clarify, we are not recommending that you go listen to old episodes of Talking Tofu. You're just citing content that exists in an old episode of Talking Tofu. Oh, I'll, like, I'll link to the blog post about the breakfast sandwiches, sure. which includes the episode I just, in the show notes. It couldn't be a bigger waste of time to listen to older Talking Tofus. I don't know. Arguably... As big a waste of time as listening to the, the current episode, mm-hmm. but there's always at least the chance that that we figured it out this time. Yeah, although that particular episode, we have friend of the show Lisa well, we Lucy on, and yeah. she brought a, an airy lightness. I think that just made it, you know, much more yeah. listenable than usual. Yeah, good, good point. Good Thanks. Point. It's, I was I was dissing us, not her. Yeah, yeah. So hey, on a scale of one to ten puss pals, not puss pals. That sounds like a festering wound. Mm-hmm. Puss pals. Yeah. Of course. Of course. The more appropriate puss pals. Puss pals. On a scale of one to ten puss pals, what do you give the incognito Morningstar Farms chicken and ego liege style breakfast waffle sandwich? Well, on a scale of one to ten, I would give the incognito Morningstar Farms chicken and ego liege style waffle sandwich a five. It's fine. Five puss pals. Five puss pals. If I, I think that if I had added agave or maple syrup or something, or put something to dip, or a spicy vegan mayo might have been nice. I don't know. That might have been weird. Worth a try though. Mm. Anyway, I think that might have brought it up to a seven. But mm. I feel like with a frozen breakfast sandwich, you shouldn't have to do anything to it. Yeah. So it's a five from me. Dog. All right. What about you? All right. Oh. Dog. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh wow. I guess. Um, I'm going to give it seven out of 10. I think that it was a fun execution. I liked the sweetness of it. I liked the texture of it. I didn't find it to be too dry, uh, but it is the kind of thing that's a sometimes treat. And if it's a sometimes treat, I need a little bit more out of it to justify it being that sometimes treat. And I couldn't see it being eaten any more frequently than a sometimes treat just based on the fact of what it is Mm -hmm. just waffles and a chicken patty yeah that's a sometimes food yeah (laughs) supported by the fact that there are two in the box yeah they don't they aren't planning for this to be like your daily breakfast no you know but that it exists is i cannot overstate how cool it is that this sort of stuff exists in a vegan section of the freezer at a grocery store. Yes. I love that brands are embracing the fact that vegans want to eat like hearty, junky stuff too. Like we like healthy stuff, but we don't talk about that on this podcast because that's not fun. You don't talk about the time you roasted some broccoli. But I mean, we this, do. <laughs> we do. But, but we spend a lot more time on the yes. chicken and waffle sandwich. Yes. For good reason. It's more fun to talk about. But this idea that, and this is kind of one of the things that made us make the podcast or come up with the podcast was that vegan food can be really fun. Mm -hmm. And I was noticing that there weren't a lot of spaces for fun conversations about vegan food. Mm -hmm. It's always pretty serious and pretty grim and, and not grim, but mission oriented you know Mm -hmm. where so much of the fun about snack food and and stuff is just having fun with bizarre combinations and weird hits and misses of flavors and 
getting to try all that stuff. And it's something that has been pretty absent from vegan offerings up until now. And, and it's nice to see that change. I agree. I agree with all of that. I, it was comprehensive. I don't have anything to add. Okay. You're right. You're Should right. Should this be the last episode? And and we have an announcement. <laughs> really? No. Oh. No, we'll do this podcast forever. Hey. Speaking of preservatives. Speaking of breakfast sandwiches, do you want to talk about another one that we had? So when we were in New York one morning, we were having a lazy morning surprise. <laughs> An uncharacteristically lazy morning in New York City. Yeah. And decided to order and pick up uh, some vegan items from Gregory's, which is a chain in New York City. It's a national chain. There's it, one in Atlanta. Uh, no, there's not. Up in Buckhead, there's a no. Gregory's. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a chain. It's. I didn't say only in New York City, first of all. So your gotcha is a little bit flimsy, but your grasp is firm. <laughs> I will say that it's a chain that exists nationwide. <laughs> But also in New York City, arguably the main city of this nation. And they have more locations. They have lots of locations in New York, one of which was close to our hotel. So we placed an online order for pickup. And you were so generous to get up and go pick it up and bring it back so that we could eat it. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not just talking about a vegan bagel Mm-mm. with vegan cream cheese. Which we are grateful for. Which, yeah, like that rules. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like a big deal, a big deal of food. I guess they're mostly in the Northeast. Huh. I thought there was one here. Huh. Well, I thought there was one in Buckhead. I'm well, wrong. You're so confident about it. I thought that you were right too. I was wrong. All right. So Gregory's doesn't just have some vegan options. They got like a whole vegan menu. It's incredible. And when I say vegan menu, I'm talking about I had... A vegan deluxe sandwich. It was a croissant, an everything croissant. Just egg, beyond sausage, day of foods, cheddar cheese, all stacked. You're raising your hand to... That's not what you had. No, I did have that. No, you had the bacon, egg, and cheese, which came on ciabatta. Hold on. I wrote, I got... Hold on. I got the thing you're described. Yep. I know, and I was saying it in your voice. (laughs) I was... Yeah, you did great. I wasn't clear about that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I wasn't so clear. when Dave said he, what he meant was that I got the sandwich he just described on an everything croissant. Actually, yeah. it's a chia seed croissant, not an everything croissant. Oh, really? So, yeah, just maybe check that. You're right. Um, when you're right, you're right. So I got this sandwich, not Dave, <laughs> and it was delightful. I've actually had it before. Last time we were in New York, we got it, but it was fun to re-up, and it was perfect. We had been out late at Fish. We had yeah. slept in late, yeah. and I was pretty hungry, and I uh, devoured the sandwich. It's incredible. It's yeah. a it's a sandwich. It's a vegan sausage sandwich, yeah. and it's incredible. Yeah, Dave, what you got was the vegan. I, I'm you got if, it now. if I may. Oh sure, what yeah. Did, so Dave, what I did had, you get? I had the vegan BEC, which is the newest vegan breakfast sandwich that they offer at Gregory's. Uh, vegan cracked black pepper bacon. Just egg with melted vegan smoked provolone cheese served in a warm ciabatta roll. And I got to tell you, this is an unforgettable sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I remember it, Mm -hmm. it is an unforgettable sandwich. It was amazing. Yeah. It was fluffy. The, The bacon, I don't know what it was made of, but 
it had a good snap. It had like the black pepper really helped it kind of like pop through as like a fancy meat option, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I, I ate it in like three bites and I loved it. It was exactly what we needed for a greasy morning after a late night. But I do have to say that moving through the city all day long, the way that we did after that, I did get a fast food gut punch that you only get from eating fast food for breakfast. Oh. Yeah. Where, you know, you're just kind of like, you get a little cramp, got a little bit more grease going, running around your body than than maybe you want. Uh, It did not like hurt me, but I did get that. uh, I, I regretted it. How about that? I had some moments of regret as we were moving through the city. Yeah. But I'd do it again in a heartbeat. So the sandwich that uh, that I got is called the Vegan Deluxe, but they also have a vegan, another sandwich that used to not be vegan, but now is called the Beyond Flex. And it is a Beyond Sausage, Just Egg, Caramelized Onion Jam, Vegan Pepper Jack Cheese, and Chipotle Sauce on Rosemary Focaccia. And I can't remember why I... Oh. It used to be dairy cheese. Yes. That was, was the Flex. Yeah, it was so, so weird. It was a flexitarian dish, and it was like, nobody wants that halfway shit. No. Um, And I remember now that the reason I didn't get this is because it comes on focaccia, and I find that with a loaded sandwich like that, Uh with focaccia, often the focaccia is hard, and when you bite, everything flies out the other end. And I was Mm. like, that's not the... I want a soft croissant. But then I try to bite, Dave, of your sandwich on focaccia, and their focaccia is like pillowy... Oh, you had ciabatta. 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 Ciabatta is Pinocchio's dad. (laughs) So the ciabatta, though, was so soft and pillowy. And ciabatta has the same problem, in my experience, Mm. with a loaded sandwich. So I I will get the Beyond Flex next time because it sounds incredible. And now that I know that the bread will probably be a better vehicle for it Mm. than I anticipated, Mm. I want to try it. All right. Yeah. Anyway, if you uh, are near Gregory's Coffee, know that they have great stuff. They I gotta, also, I got it, I got it, I got to say. Oh yeah, coffee's not great. I got so I don't drink coffee, so I'm okay. Yeah, but right. I I got a matcha, and their matcha is really good, and you can get it with a cocoa sprinkle on top. They'll sprinkle a little cocoa oh, powder on top. Ooh la la! Yeah, yeah. So I enjoyed my matcha very much, and All it's right. not as sweet as the Starbucks matcha, which is nice. I felt like. Um, I drank a lot of Starbucks matcha teas that week and it was like, it was like melted ice cream, but I needed caffeine and at least at Starbucks, you know exactly what you're getting. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that was that segment. Thank you for listening. Dave, Um, speaking of preservatives. (laughs) Friends, I bought this first Oreos that we're going to try. Like two months ago, they've been sitting in my office waiting to be eaten. And then uh, on Thursday, when our kid was COVID negative but couldn't go back to school, we we ended up having to go to Kroger. And when we were there, he he loves to check out the Oreos section. And uh, he found these other two flavors. And I was like, let's check them for vegan ingredients. And they are all vegan. And I'm so excited. So we have here chocolate peanut butter pie Oreos, caramel coconut, and java chip. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I got to tell you. Mm -hmm. 
Not excited about any of these flavors. Oh my gosh, I'm so pumped. So the chocolate peanut butter pie, should we just go, I have them in a pile. Do you want to just go top to bottom? Yeah. So the chocolate peanut butter pie is a graham flavored cookie. And I gotta, I've got my little cup of coffee out here. And I'm, I am looking forward to enjoying each of these with a cup of coffee because I think that this could be a really good pairing. Chocolate peanut butter pie. So these are brown Oreo sandwich. The cookie part is brown, not black. Mm-hmm. It's graham cracker. And then the, okay. And then the cream is uh, chocolate and peanut butter colored. So I like to separate my Oreos. Oh. I know. But for this one, it feels like you shouldn't. You have to eat the sandwich, yes. I'm going to separate it now, though. Mm. I feel like I'm mostly getting the flavor of the graham and not the inside. I'm try now. Now I'm eating the top right, cookie. Right. You separated them. That's not how you're supposed to. I ate a bite first, but all I could taste was graham cracker. So I've taken off. What I like to do is take off the top cookie, eat that, and then I get an open face. Is that how you freshy? That's how I freshy. Mmm, that's good. Yeah, I like this one. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, I'm gonna rinse. Mm-hmm. Spit. <laughs> All right. All right. Next, caramel coconut cream. My prediction is that this one's gonna be too artificially flavored. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna like this one. But all right, we're back to the black cookie with a beige cream. I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna eat half full and eat half not. Nope. Bad. It's the caramel. Mm, I love this. No, what? This is so bad. This is the worst. Oh my God. This is so good. The caramel is too caramelly. Mm. It's like the caramel on top of like a um, macchiato drink. All right. I'm onto my open face half. Well, I'm eating the cookie. And it says there's pieces of coconut in it. I can see little lumps of coconut. It's a miss for me. This reminds me of the Cocomels. And it's so good. Oh, the Cocomels are bad. Maybe that's why. I like a Cocomel. Yeah. Yeah, bad taste. If you like you Cocomels. You like that bad food? You'll like this bad food. Java chip. Mmm. That one is my favorite so far. I'm actively, my stomach is upset from eating that one. Oh, no. Okay. This one is coffee-flavored cream with chocolate chips inside. Let me double check. We checked at the store, but this is suspicious. But it says just wheat and soy. Let me also, this caramel coconut, could it have honey? No honey, don't worry. I checked at the store, but I was also riding high because the kid was excited, so there's a lot of energy. Anyway, all right, grab a Java chip. All right, standard black cookie, very light brown cream. Yeah, kind of beige with little flecks, which I assume are the chocolate chips. All right. Mmm. 
this is fun. I don't like it. It tastes like it's dirty. It tastes like I'm eating a basement. Hmm. I like it. I don't like it. I think it tastes like I'm eating a basement. Can you expound on that? Yeah, it's dirty. And musty. Hmm. Like, like a basement. I like it. it tastes like coffee ice cream. Mm. Oh. Tastes like somebody spilled coffee in a basement. The chocolate pieces in the cream are like crunchy. All right. Ugh. Ugh. Let's cleanse our palates and then do rating. Right My now. rating of the three is that n- nothing gets number one. <laughs> the chocolate and peanut butter pie gets number two. And the other two garbage cookies are tied for number three. I see. You know what? I don't like the aftertaste of the Java chip. I see what you mean about a basement. If there was a room that you could equate the taste to. Basement. Yeah. It's musty. It's musty. It's when you stop eating it, that's the problem. <laughs> the problem creeps mm. in. For me, the problem was started when I started eating it. Oh, you know? I didn't taste it until an aftertaste. And now it's like in my throat. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. Okay. It tastes like a sewer. Okay. For me, caramel coconut. Chocolate peanut butter pie, throw the Java chip in the garbage. Mm. But that caramel coconut is really good. I love it. It's so caramelly. Mm. It's caramelly. It's. I'm learning that there are different caramel flavors. And there are some that I like and some that I don't. Yeah. And this is the one that I don't. It's like burnt. It tastes burnt. Oh, I have a stomachache already, though. We just ate breakfast and then then three Oreos like real quick. Oh, Dave. Yeah. We've got a review. What? Yeah. Shut Mm-mm-mm. up. It's international. It's international? Yeah. A I'm screen- going to see if we have a domestic one. Okay, you check and then I'll read the international review. Okay. So uh, this review. Across the pond. Huh? Comes to us. Yep. From uh, Carolina. She's in Sweden. As I mentioned on a recent episode uh itunes does this weird thing where it only shows you reviews of the from the country that you're in okay so listeners in sweden only see reviews from other listeners in sweden that's wild we're an international community yes we really are we're more connected than ever some would argue yes and so here in the u.s we only see reviews from other people in the u.s so if you have a listener and say australia or sweden and they leave you a review because they're a great listener so like if you have Let's say two listeners. Right. And one listener was in Australia. <laughs> and one listener was in Sweden. Yeah. You'd have zero reviews in the, in the U.S. And those two listeners couldn't form a bond. Correct. Yeah. So anyway, it's Apple trying to divide, not unite us. But uh, I mentioned this problem on the pod. And so Carolina, a listener in Sweden, reached out to me and was like, oh, man, I left you a review. I was wondering why you never read it. Oh, man. So, uh that is why. And so she screen capped it and sent it to me. Okay. Five stars because she's not a monster. And the headline is funny and awesome. Oh, Dave, get ready. Cause I know you don't deal no, with praise. Well, no. <laughs> Becky and Dave are a dream. I recommend. I recommend. 
<laughs> I don't deal with praise well either, everyone. I recommend this pod to anyone who wants good tips about plant-based eating and anyone who likes to have fun. I would just like for Dave to bring back the talking takeout song. <laughs> you want to sing it? No. <laughs> love Carolina from Sweden. P.S. I borrowed this iPad from my amazing daughter who I love. Oh, Definitely not her writing this. Oh, because it Aww. must have showed up with her daughter's username. Oh, that's sweet. That's really sweet. Sweet, Carolina. more like sweeten. More like sweeten is right. Right. So if you would like, what a review. What a review. What a review. I, I, the 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 brain boggles at all of the international reviews left unseen and unread. If you as well have left one, yeah, let us know. We have no other way. I I'd have to log in as every country. It's, uh, it would take hours. I was trying to set up a way to like girlfriend in Canada this as like an unprovable fact, but like it must be, you know? <laughs> no, what Dave said. Forget what I said. Yeah. We met at coding camp. If you would like to leave us a review, I'm going to walk you through it. First, you go into iTunes and you go to your library and you tap shows. Then you tap on Talking Tofu. You will see the most recent episode, and then you will see a list of episodes. Scroll down to the bottom of that list, and that is where you will see uh, our five-star rating, and if you're in the U.S., Mr. Pinkphone's review, which you could replace and probably also have a one-year spot at the top of our reviews if you just uh, do those steps. So you can tap to rate, but underneath Mr. Pinkphone's review... There is the words, write a review. And if you tap that, that is where you can write us a glowing review. You could also just write, great podcast. We'll read it. We'll read it on the pod. Sure. Can't overstate how thirsty we are. You can also write us a letter. Write to us at talkintofupod at gmail.com, though our email has been dicey lately. If you've written a letter and not heard back... Let me know. Yeah, uh, we got a letter that went to spam recently. Oh. I found out because I, they reached out on Instagram and they oh. were like, did you not like my letter? Oh, goodness. I know. I did. I liked your. I didn't. Well, I didn't know you'd written one because it went to spam. Oh. And uh, I have it set up to forward. So if something goes to spam, it's several steps for me to find out. Did you really like the letter? I did. I printed it oh, out okay. and I skimmed it already. I didn't want to. I like to go oh. in pretty cold reading the letters. So. Wanna, okay. I think I have it right here. No, it's, no, we've already done our listener moment. Anyway, you can also more reliably to write us a letter, slide into our DMs on Twitter or Instagram. I read and respond to every single one. Wow. And I wanted to thank you all for listening. Sure. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. And we just love reading those five-star reviews as we demonstrated moments ago. Yeah. Uh, you can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I am Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes, including that chicken and waffle breakfast sandwich that is better than the one we ate today at glueandglitter.com. I am Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. Line Leader was taken on TikTok. Um, Line Leader on Fortnite. I'm not really playing that right now. Line Leader on Destiny 2 can catch me there i'll play pvp with you probably won't get on mic but really playing breath of the wild right now because i just learned or realized that breath of the wild 2 is coming out like in like two months three months 
and I still got to finish Breath of the Wild once, and now I got to fast track all the the stuff I was dragging my feet on, and uh, you can't play that online. So you know, just w- wish me well in that game, and yeah, that's that's where I am. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hi, there's another script on the other side of this page. Yeah, I reuse paper. Yeah. Oh, this was a better episode than the one we're doing right now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.